Hi, everybody, and welcome to the first ever lowercase D-Y-B-E. It's a, it's a little mini episode to tide you over during the weeks when we cannot join you for a full episode. Now, just last week, uh, you listened to our episode about our favorite songs to LOL to. Now, to make it perfectly clear, those were sincere songs, actual songs that were not meant to be comedic necessarily, but that just had funny parts to them. Uh, mm-hmm. So on this mini episode, we're going to talk about songs that are intentionally funny because there are a lot of those out there. Although Googling it, you would think there are only like five because the same songs seem to come up over and over again. Um, but let's go in the same order. Jillian, why don't you tell us about uh, about your favorite intentionally comedic song? Okay, so this is really difficult to do because it's... Ugh, I feel like I only know funny songs half the time. But um, I was obviously thinking about Saturday Night Live because, you know, it's a dream. And um, a few years ago, Will Ferrell was hosting... Um, and they have this sketch called Flight Attendants. Um, it's him, Chris Rudd, and A.D. Bryant as flight attendants on a Southwest Air flight. Mm, that's nice. 12.50C is a real fun flight. We'll be soaring through the sky like a big old cat. Your crew is Spencer, Sabrina, and Gareth. Your comfort and safety is what we cherish. Fasten your seatbelts and pull them tight. And don't unbuckle if you see that light. Be sure to stay seated or you'll bump your head. And God's not real when you die, you're dead. Oh <laughs> They deserve to know. They're welcoming Will Ferrell's character named Gareth back from um, an extended leave. And so to commemorate it, they do a little rap about, you know how like in the beginning of your flight, they're like, we're not a regular plane crew. We're a fun plane crew here. This is how you put on your oxygen mask. This and is and like- then the feeling that you're struck with is kill me now, strike me down in my seat. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. So that's what they were trying to do, like something fun for this, like co-workers return. And all of it is like very, very, um, I don't know, par for the course, like what you would expect from a song like that. But every single time they get to Will Ferrell's character, he talks about how God's not real and, <laughs> and how like the, the afterlife doesn't exist. And like, and they're, all alarmed by it the whole plane's like gasping and they're like gareth what the hell um one of the lines is like i can't remember what this is rhyming with but like the end line that he says <laughs> and god's not real when you die you're dead yeah. they're like, stop. everyone is aghast except for leslie jones yes who's totally bought in and asking yeah. questions yeah he converted her to atheism at, at the end of the sketch so it's very good I would highly suggest it. Yeah. Uh, if it, it feels weird to say that it, uh, like Leslie Jones and Chris red sort of steal that sketch. I mean, Chris red is just so, I find him so magnetic to watch just because his eyes yeah. are so large. Incredible. And, yeah. then, and then Leslie Jones is just, I mean, she could read the phone book and it'd be hilarious. Um, well, you can tell because of who else is in this. Um, it's Chris Rudd's first season because Luke Knowles in it, and Luke Knowles was only on for one season. I'm so sorry. Is he the guy um, who's beatboxing? Yeah, he's the one who's beatboxing. Uh, okay. Um, but Chris Rudd like came in with fire. Like he, like from the first episode, they're like, "Oh wow, we have a really talented person on our hands," yeah. and they put him in everything. I feel like that first season, and this is one of them, and he did a really great job. He brings an energy that I feel like not a lot of other cast members have. Like, it, like. 
Yeah, I, I and and I think I think I texted this to the group, but um, I, my girlfriend and I watched uh, Scare Me recently, which is for the most part a two hander with um, uh, Aya Cash and and Josh Rubin, oh, but uh, Chris Red mm. is also in it um, for for a solid chunk of the movie, and it, he is fucking amazing like he's not not playing a chris red character but he just like the vivacity that he brings to a role and then also in this one the sincerity is just is is so potent oh mm, delicious he's so talented and like you were saying magnetic i love why i mean the way that he could just like not say anything and just widen his eyes and get a laugh is so funny yeah well i love also every time he's in a catch like Mulaney has hosted the last three years Uh and he always does some big musical sketch number and it's always Pete Davidson and Chris Redd as like almost the straight men that are like what's going on here like they're like part of the I don't know plot starting I guess and he plays so well off of everyone he's got such a good range yeah fantastic he's also on that show the new Keenan show I think it's just called Keenan yeah Um, I've watched a few episodes. It's actually a really good show. Um, he's great on it. That's good. I'm glad it's good. Uh, the the few people I've heard that have seen it are like, oh, I actually, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. With, with that surprised sort of sort of tone. yeah yeah I think they're like, well, Mulaney that yeah. show went yeah. really bad and like yeah. you know <laughs> so yeah. uh, that's that's dope that it yeah what good. a what a strange misfire that was. Uh, all right, Jake, why don't you tell us about yes. your sincerely funny song? Uh, so I struggled with this just because like, I didn't know what I was going to do. I I think I ultimately settled on a SNL song, but I was like going through like flight of the Concords, which I really liked, uh, when I was younger, I was going through Bo Burnham, who I was like a huge fan of his. Um, I'm just going to give some honorable, honorable mentions before I get into this one. I recently, I recently watched the book of Mormon vaccines were both the specials, but the vaccines, I'm sorry, book of Mormon South park. Uh, the South the South Park vaccine special. Um, and there was this one song that was like essentially sending up Hamilton that all these the people were just like, I just want my shot. Like, please give me my shot. And it, it, it made me laugh. Um, <clears throat> but ultimately, I settled on this. I don't even I think it's like from 2015 sketch. It's like Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant and uh, Blake, Blake Shelton. And it's like this country song. It's called Wishing Boot. I raised my brothers in an old motel Went from living in heaven To starving in hell And then one day I heard a knock at the door Opened it up and saw food on the floor It was a wishing boot The wishing boot The little black boot that makes your dreams come true It was a wishing boot and it's like this very very um just they're doing a country music video at the beginning and it's shot super well and just sounds what i love so much about this whole song is that the song is really good and also funny like i sometimes what makes me laugh is just like the way the song was was uh put together the lyrics don't i don't know it's just it's the way it builds is so funny but essentially they're singing this country song and this this just like boot that somehow can like walk around by itself comes and like and and grants wishes to everyone and yeah and, uh... <laughs> i think what i really loved about it was setting such an absurd absurd concept uh into what is like a like you said like a well-produced conventional 
you know, contemporary country song. Um, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it sort of takes that three act structure where like, uh, I think it's AD Bryant at first, right. She's saying like, Oh, she was like starving with her kids and then the yeah. wishing boot showed up with food. And then Kate McKinnon is, I, I forget what hers was. Um, but then, but then Blake, it ends with the knife is oh all, is God, what yeah. I know for Blake, sure. Blake Shelton's yeah. cause like, like, so, so it sets up, you know, it's, it's the three extra or it's like the three act joke structure where the first two are like, okay, this boot grants wishes when you need it. And then Blake <laughs> Shelton's is so fucking off the wall. He's like, yeah, I was in my barn, sho- like, you know, shoveling hay. And I thought the wishing boot showed up, but it was an imposter. And then my yeah. dog turned into, it's like, holy shit. Like. It feels like it would have been stuck at like the twelve forty five spot, <laughs> yeah, but totally. they clearly this put wasn't money the boot. into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so good. Uh, and I like I don't watch SNL with a lot of regularity, but I am still surprised that I somehow missed this. But I, I I genuinely thank you for bringing this into my life. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Sasha, why don't you tell us about your uh, your pick? Yeah, um, I also have an honorable mention. I wanted to try not to pick an SNL song, but I just could not. Yeah, not, yes. not oh. pick this song. Um, I, I just wanted to mention quickly the song Twin Bed. Oh, yeah. It was like on a Jimmy Fallon episode. I think they like won an Emmy for that song. Um, so good. I also think that's, that's awesome. like a really well-written song. Um, just super funny. And I love the video because I love that they show like Sorry, that was my buzzer. Um, I love that they show um, pictures of all of them when they were little yeah. girls. It's very so cute. <laughs> Especially um, Vanessa Bryant. She's like extremely adorable. Um, but anyway, my song that I chose is uh, The Loophole by Garfunkel and Oates. Because the Bible says premarital sex is wrong. But Jason says that guys can't wait that long. I don't want to lose him to someone who'll do him. I need to figure something out. Well, there's a loophole in the scripture that works really well so I can get him off without going to hell. It's my Hail Mary full of grace. In Jesus' name, we go to fifth base. Oh, thank you for making me holy. And thank you for giving me holes to choose from. And since I'm not- This song, I think the, the first time I actually heard it was with the music video and like with the music video, it's so much more like just fucking, <laughs> I don't know, hilarious, honestly, that video is like really insane. Um, essentially it's about anal fucking um, and how like there's the loophole in the Bible that like you can have all, you know, the sex in the ass that you want essentially. Um, so it's really dirty. Um, I think my favorite part, honestly, is the part when they're like, so take your cock out and shove it in my yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, there is like, they're so funny. Inherently gifted because yeah. they both like Kate McCucci is such like a, like a little wood nymph. And, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Lindholm, Ricky Lindholm, Lindholm like has such a wonderful voice. And mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. hearing them harmonize saying those words is it's just they're, they're gifted <laughs> in, yeah, in, in a lot of respects of the word. There's such a duo yeah. too, just like aesthetically, like Kate McCutcheon yeah. is so small. Yeah. Ricky Lindholm's like super tall and blonde. Like they just mm-hmm. they they look like they should be a comedy duo. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, totally. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, um, yeah. I, I love all the fast talking stuff in that song. It's really great. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like butter. <laughs> She's so good at it. 
Yeah. So let's not talk about how the good bed bug shop was polyester and divorce and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> also love the line when when they're like, um, when they're like, oh, what is it? I'm looking. Hold on. One second. Uh... Let's do it in my twin bed. Twin bed. <laughs> oh, the, well, the part when they're talking about the oh, like like you're okay with sodomy only if you're straight. And then in the video, they like close up on like an obviously gay kid and it's like so. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, so no. It's, so, it, it's a great video. I, if you haven't seen it, I really I Yeah, I got it. It's great. All right, so I will close us out. Uh, yeah, uh, I <laughs> just because... Uh, We've all, you know, had one. Uh, so my honorable mention, also an SNL song. Um, funny the first time you listen to it, but then you start to realize that it's just real. So it becomes a little less funny. But that's uh, Welcome to Hell, um, which was the Me Too uh, movement song uh, that Sir Rona guested on. And it's yeah. really funny and very depressing. Uh, but my pick mm-hmm. is much less cerebral. And that is Jizz in My Pants by The Lonely Island. So SNL adjacent. Last week. I saw a film, as I recall it was a horror film Walked outside into the rain Checked my phone and saw you rang And I jizzed in my pants Speeding down the street when the red lights flash Need to get away, need to make a dash A song comes on that reminds me of you And I jizz in my pants Next day, my alarm goes off And I jizz in my pants Open my window and a breeze rolls in And I jizz in my pants When Bruce Willis was dead at the end of Sixth Sense I jizzed in my pants I just ate a grape and I I really, I really, I wanted to go, I don't know why, I wanted to go classier for this one, which is like, it's a fool's errand. Um, and I just stopped fighting it. Uh, this is a very funny song. Uh, my favorite line in it is when Andy Sandberg says, just to be fair, you were rubbing my butt. And but, but, like the style of the song is in this sort of like Euro, like electronica. So like all of, all of the lyrics are sung very seriously. And he says like, just to be fair, you were rubbing my butt. Um, and it's, it's, Oh god, their delivery is so amazing, and and, and and for all the crass things that they're saying for him just to say butt. But yeah, yes, yes, yeah. it's the perfect bold yeah. punch. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, it's in true Lonely Island fashion. It just it builds and builds until you know he's jizzing his pants when he felt a, a slight breeze, um, and uh, it's just it's it's the perfect you know amount of true musical talent mixed with lonely island absurdity um which you know has made them a stalwart of the of the comedy music industry mm-hmm. um, yeah i love that last night i saw a film <laughs> as i recall it was a horror <laughs> film <laughs> i said part this is that always tickled me yeah. last night i saw a film <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and that is the sort of pretentious line that you would find yeah. in one of those songs. Uh, it's so per- like, I, I think to, to be a truly successful, like musical comedy act, you either have to be like your, your Bo Burnham's, your, your Garfunkel and Oates's and just yes. be able to leverage the musical medium to like uh, convey your jokes or if you have something that's a little bit less mm-hmm. baked, like the Lonely Island sometimes do, you just have to be able to really be keenly observed Nail- about the music that you're parodying. Totally. Nail the style. Yeah. That, like does yeah. have to work for you. Yeah. 
and and Flight of the Concords is another one that they they nail the musical styles, um, just just so so well. Um, but folks, uh, we're gonna let you get out of here because this is a mini, and we don't want it to be a, a midi or a maxi. Um, so we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll end it there. Uh, thank you once again uh, for joining us on this mini episode of DYBE. Uh, please drop us a line at dybe at gmail and follow us on Instagram at dybe pod. Uh, until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.